Welcome to Beauties and Banter, a lifestyle podcast where we are relevant, witty, and opinionated. Okay, y'all, the banter is brewing. It's time to sip some tea, so let's get into it. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. (laughs) Well, we are here again for another podcast, and... um. What is giving you life this week, Miss Renee? What is giving me life is my sisterhood, my squad, my Aww. girls. Hashtag girl gang. Yes, coming through for me in the clutch. I mean, I have been going through some major things mm-hmm. that if it wasn't for my girls, I'd be laid out somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. So I gotta say shout out to shout out. Oh, I said that all crazy. Shout out. <laughs> right, shout out. <laughs> so all my girls, to you, to Queen, oh. to Larvetta, hey, to girl. Diana, thank you guys for all the prayers. Thank you guys for lifting me up, for encouraging me. Thank you guys for the advice and for connecting me to the right people at the right time because literally I would be on the floor <laughs> laid out somewhere so thank you my girlfriends yes <laughs> through thick and thin I mean it's nothing like your squad and it's definitely when you need it the most that you remember how important it is to have a good group of girlfriends. So, you know, we always got your back, girl. Yes, and thank you, thank you. Always. Nothing like having friends. So, that is a great thing um, to be life-giving for you this week. Because <laughs> I sure needed it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, what's giving me life this week is the holiday time. So, we've got Thanksgiving coming up this weekend, which, yeah, you know, not my favorite holiday. Mm-hmm. Wah, wah. I love Thanksgiving. Ugh. Well, my favorite holiday is coming up shortly after Thanksgiving, and it will be Christmas time. Oh, my God. Bye, but- humbug. <laughs> Let Thanksgiving pass before we start talking about Christmas. Okay, listen, I have a deep respect for Thanksgiving, and I think that is enough. Um, But as soon as that sucker is over, I'm pulling out the Christmas lights, getting the Christmas tree. I am going to all of the deck, the halls, all the things. My 12 days of Christmas starts the day after Thanksgiving. (laughs) I cannot. At least you wait to the day after Thanksgiving and not Thanksgiving Day. I do wait, yeah. We would always wait growing up, like after Thanksgiving, we would wait, and then my mom would like pull out the decorations. I know people who have had their tree up since like September. Oh my. (laughs) That's just overkill right there. Or there are crazy people like my sister, which I'm sure I have talked about on here before, who never takes her Christmas tree down. Like, y'all really. I remember you saying that. Y'all really gotta pray for her. I know y'all think I'm crazy, like, no. There's like one out there related to me that's 10 times crazy. (laughs) Y'all really got to lift her up because that girl keeps a Christmas tree up lit. And it's a unique Christmas tree. I will say this year, 
she well last year actually she got a christmas tree that's like silver and black and it basically looks like a mannequin bill like a woman with a skirt so it's not your typical christmas tree i want one of those i've been looking for it home goods she had been stalking that tree and it went on sale of course after christmas this uh-huh. girl put it up on like december 30th and has not taken it down Oh my god, they they um have Christmas trees like that at Carnival. Yeah, so those things are super expensive it. too, and that's why she kept waiting. Uh yeah, she got it at Home Goods, but um yeah, I'm sure some of those like fancy department stores have them. Um I'm traditional. Just give me a good old green Christmas tree with lights, like and I'm good. That's funny. <laughs> So, the holidays are giving me life. Love Christmas. Then you got New Year's Eve, which is my birthday. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And a national holiday. So, um, then we move into the new year. So, can you believe 2018 is almost over? I cannot. And I I, I, I can't. I mean, that's just crazy. Yeah. So, this year just flew by. It did. It flew by, and I was talking to somebody today about, you know, a lot of people were feeling like 2018 was going to be the year. You know how people say that every year, mm-hmm. but they feel like they went through a lot this year. But I feel like, I know at least for me, it's these last couple months in the year that have been like a game changer, and I've been talking to other people, and it's just like, you know, the year may have started out one way, but, you know things have really shifted and so just goes to show it's never too late to accomplish your goals like have your dreams realized you know people stay so focused on like getting it done first six months of the year but like every day as long as you're here breathing um and a new year approaches you can still get it so i know i just in the last month checked a few things off my 2018 goals um and so you can still hustle and get it done. Absolutely. You most certainly can. <laughs> so um, we want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving this week as you gather with your family or if you are celebrating Friendsgiving with your friends or if you are doing it solo. I think you all remember last year I was all alone in Puerto Vallada, Mexico last year on Thanksgiving drinking mimosas and eating a Mexican omelet so (laughs) whichever way you celebrate um, we hope that you find some time to be grateful and uh, enjoy the holiday so for sure we are going to get into today's podcast ladies and um, today we are talking about online dating the good, the bad and the ugly the ugly (laughs) The oogly. <laughs> the oogly. <laughs> but there's the good. There's the yay. Oh, my God. The yay. Um, and then there's the bad and the meh. And, you know, I realize we have both throughout the podcast episodes shared different experiences that we've had with online dating. But we never had an episode dedicated just to online dating some of our good stories, not so good stories, and then just kind of um, just how dating has changed in general because of technology. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So Toya is back with the facts. Y'all know how this works. I've got my figures here 
And so I went straight to the consumer rankings report and um, talking about two things like the top dating sites and then dating apps because there is a difference, people. So when you think about the dating sites, the traditional ones we all remember, the top five dating sites, and this really took me by surprise, are Zoosk.com, which I actually have never even heard of. Um, well, that's the number one. They have 1.1 million monthly visitors. Wow. eHarmony.com, very popular. I feel like they were probably one of the first ones. Is the number two. Same thing, about 1.1 million visitors. Match.com um, is uh, the other one. They have 3.2 million. So these rankings are not based on like visitors, obviously, but just like I think popularity um, overall. So while Match.com is the number three, it also boasts the most monthly users with 3.2 million. And I will say most of the people I know that like have went on to like be married, like people that I meet that like are married for years and stuff. They all seem to have met on like match.com. Um, Rtime.com with just under a million visitors a month. And that's for people of age. Um, they actually say they cater to 40 plus singles. Um, but I know in their advertisements that I've seen on TV, you know, in the ads, they're showing people like their 50s or 60s. Um, so, hey. Seniors got to get it in too. Okay. For real. Um, it is your time. Okay, ourtime.com. Um, <laughs> get it, get it. And then you have elitesingles.com. Um, that's kind of one for the bougie folks and um, folks that, you know, consider themselves to be upper echelon. And um, that has the lowest amount of monthly visitors, like around 300,000 uh, or so. But that's a niche market, right? Successful professionals. So, y'all, online dating is popular and it is here to stay. As far as the dating apps go, um, you have everybody's favorite, Tinder, <laughs> as one of the top ones. And then OkCupid. Okay Okay, Cupid. I think I remember them years ago when I was doing online dating, but I, it wasn't on an app. So I guess they're one of the number one apps now. Bumble, which is one that's more focused on women, and the woman gets to make the first move. And then you have um, the league, which is very similar to the EliteSingles.com, where it's geared towards successful professionals. You have to sign up with your LinkedIn account. Um, and so it's geared towards that. And then Hinge, which is very similar and which is one that apparently is popular with celebrities as well, too. So just so you know, that that's the T on the top dating sites. Um, and it's funny, the reason I went to like consumer rankings, because one of my favorite like podcasters and just entrepreneurs that I follow, my leak. Teal. She's based out of Atlanta and she did a great podcast years ago called Why I Took a Business Approach to Dating. And she talked about like when she decided to like date and was ready for a partner in her life. 
um, she went to Consumer Rankings and was like, I'm researching this just like I would a business. Like, what are people selling? Like, where are people at? And Tinder was number one, and that's what she chose. And she met her beau, and they have a, a child now on Tinder. So she was like, you know, it's not just for hookups. I got a relationship out of it. Um, but, you know, she researched it just like she would any business or like she was making a big purchase. So I thought that was interesting. I mean, that's a smart way to, to go about it, if you think about it, because that takes out, like, some of the bad and the ugly of dating. Right. Because you, your mindset is different when you're taking it to, when you're going at it like a business and saying, okay, this is the best one. I've done all the research behind it. This is who, I, who I'm dating. So I've always thought about dating as like interviewing for a job because mm-hmm. it's the same thing you have to get to know the person you've got to interview each other you've got to determine if you like one another you've got to determine if this is going to work how long are you going to give it a, a chance uh is it the 30 days is it the 60 days is it the 90 days that it's on a trial basis when you get the benefits so <laughs> then <laughs> After 90 days, what happens? Is, does it become a serious relationship where you're a full-time permanent employee? I mean, Hello. think about it. Dating and interviewing and getting hired are very similar. Yeah, it totally is. So, of those apps, which ones have you tried, Renee? So, I have tried quite a few um, because I've lived in different places. So I remember when I was in Houston, and this was after my divorce, and it was two years that I didn't date or anything at all. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I needed to, I was rusty, um, and I was like, okay, I need to do something. And online dating was just starting to become kind of popular a little bit. Yeah. And so I was like nervous, but I was like, okay. And I think the first thing I tried was Match, and then I tried, um, what's the one? eHarmony, I tried that one um, around that time. Later on, when the apps came out, I've tried, of course, Tinder and Bumble. And it's one more. What is that other one called? I can't remember what the other one is called for some reason. Did you ever try (laughs) Soul Swipe? Oh, Plenty of Fish. I've done that one. Yeah, and oh, I did did do Soul Swipe too. (laughs) Oh, I black people. Blackpeoplemeet.com. Yes. Oh, I did blackpeoplemeet.com. That is my ugly stories. Oh, um, I never did Soul Swipe, but that was so funny to me. One of my friends did it and let me see. <laughs> so, y'all, Soul Sweep is Soul Sweep. So, <laughs> Soul Swipe is tender for black folks, <laughs> which is so funny to me. Like, Soul Plane. <laughs> It's like black people meet, except it's on, it's like Tinder, yeah. Right. So anyway, let's get into some more um, stats and then talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. So 17% of couples married in the last three years, or one in six, met each other on an online dating site. So, you know, a lot of people think when you say you met somebody online, weirdo or it's just a hookup but you know people are definitely getting married and having long-term relationships one out of five single people have dated someone they met on a dating website in the last year more than twice as many marriages occur between people 
who met on a dating site versus meeting in bars or clubs or any other social events combined. So people aren't going out in the traditional ways anymore and meeting does it still happen? Yes, but more than likely now they're saying they're meeting online. And approximately twice as many recently married couples met on Match.com than the than than the site that ranked second. So remember earlier I was saying while Match.com isn't the top ranked site, more people from that site are actually getting married, which is probably why they boast the most visitors because I do feel like. People tend to go to Match.com when they're serious and ready to get married because that's where they've heard the most success stories. Um, I have two friends personally who met there. One is engaged right now. One has been married for years. Um, They're partners on Match.com. And I know in the times where I've like done the apps, I always say, I'm going to do these free apps, but then... When I'm over the free and like you said, like giving myself so much time, then I'm going to match.com and I'm paying, you know, because mm-hmm. it's just, you tend to take that one more serious. It tends to be, you'd think that there would tend to be more period, more serious people who are on there who are ready to settle down. Um, and, you know, you can never be so sure, but I think that that can happen either way. You can meet people who just want hookups on there. As well as people who want to really settle down, but it's more than it's more people who want to settle down than it is hookups. I would say for Match, from my personal experience, yeah. And on Tinder, there are more people that want to hook up versus more people that are looking for something that's more serious. I agree. So let's get into our experiences and what we have to say about the good, the bad, and the ugly of online dating right after this short break and word from our sponsor. This podcast is sponsored by Lola, a female-founded company that has taken a modern approach to feminine care. Known for offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, and liners, they now offer sex products too. Being a woman is hard and Lola helps to make all the struggles we go through a little easier from our menstrual cycle to our intimacy. You can choose from their organic cotton tampons or their all-natural feminine cleansing wipes to keep you feeling fresh. Their personal lubricant has 95% organic ingredients that perfectly mimics natural female moisture and maintains a healthy pH balance, which we know is so important. We also love that when you purchase with Lola, you purchase with purpose, as Lola donates feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S., So, for our listeners of Beauties and Banter, we have a special promo code. For 40% off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter the promo code LOLABANTER when you subscribe. Again, that promo code is LOLABANTER, and when you visit mylola.com, you'll get 40% off your subscriptions. Okay, so we've talked a little bit about some of the good, right? That people are meeting, people are getting married on Match.com, eHarmony.com, even Tinder, right? So I think that's the good thing is that you get to meet some amazing people and you can potentially find the love of your life. And um, I think the cool thing about 
online dating is that you get to get connected to people that you normally would have never met in life, right? Because if you don't go to the same places, live in the same neighborhoods, you know, we keep our world so small. And online dating, I've always said the reason I chose it is because it allows me to, like, open up my world to these men that I wouldn't meet just in my normal go to work, come home, go to church, go to family's house, whatever. And especially now and and for other times outside of now, I've worked from home, you know? So if my routine is being at home Monday through Friday, how am I going to ever meet the man? Agreed. (laughs) I mean, it's the same thing with me. It's like, I feel like the good is it is that you can start conversations with multiple people and you can weed them out fairly fast, but you can also make lasting relationships, whether that be a relationship, whether that is a friendship, whether that is networking with somebody and getting more of a business type of relationship going, there's various relationships that you can get when you're doing online dating that can come as a piece of the good. I have a testimony for that. My my very first client that I have for my business Back when I very, very first started consulting, this is when, in 2012, I didn't know what I was doing. I think I've told this story before where I charged like $75 a month to manage people's marketing, social media, like so ridiculous, right? But we met online. I can't remember what website it was, maybe Plenty of Fish, Um, but we met up, had a date. I instantly knew I wasn't attracted to him. It wasn't going to go anywhere. I think he picked up on that, but he was telling me about this book he was writing and all this stuff he was doing. And I was telling him about what I did. And at the time I had just started like blogging and getting into social media, but I had a marketing background. Anyway, he was like, would you help me promote my stuff? And that literally became my first client. Um, and to me, I mean, that was, that was the birth of my business all from a a match on online dating that didn't turn out to be a romantic match, but definitely turned out to be a big, uh, purpose in my life as far as business goes. So you can meet people in exactly like what you said, Renee, even if it doesn't turn out to be romantic, they could end up just being a good friend or connect you to someone else. Um, Sometimes I, like you said, if you move or you're in maybe come getting over a breakup, sometimes you just want to like meet people and like hang out. And it could be that, you know, you meet someone and maybe you decide like you're at different phases of your life, but like you're a really cool person. I want to be your friend. And I've met people like that. Like one of my good guy friends now, it started that way. He was older than me, didn't want to have children. So there was just like a lot of things where I already knew he wasn't going to be a match, but it was like, you're super cool. You're super cool too. <laughs> like we are still friends, have have met up in different cities together. So um, you, it doesn't have to always be romantic. And I think that's some of the good that comes out of it. Uh, I agree to that. I can't say that I have a good story as far as like, with someone that I've met and we still keep in touch because I'm one of the ones that if we've dated, um, if there was no connection, there's no need to really keep in touch because if there was no connection um, with me, it's usually because I can't have a conversation with you. 
Like, I feel like it just hasn't gone anywhere, so I'm okay with leaving it as it was, as if we never really knew each other. Now, I if it's somebody so. who I genuinely had a connection with, yeah. then that's a different story. But I think you have to know the difference between a romantic connection and then just, like, a g- general connection. Like, I like your vibe. I like the things you're talking about. Like, I, you're cool, but I don't feel romantic feelings towards you. And so that was the thing with the guy who became my business client. Like, that was clear to me that I didn't feel romantic feelings towards him. But we were talking about business and different things. And, like, on there, there was a connection. And that ultimately led to the business. And, and my other friend, there were a lot of things that we had in common. But, again, it was there was no romantic compatibility, I felt. And so I wouldn't, I I don't choose to, like, write uh, them off if there's not a connection romantically. Now, if there's no connection at all, then there's nothing there. But I think I try to always remain open. I, I just guess I just haven't had anybody that has a connection past, like, at all. Like, meaning that everyone that I've met, either we've had a connection romantically or it's been nothing. Yeah. There hasn't been anything where I'm like, oh, let's stay friends, let's keep in touch, or calling every now and then, how you doing? Mm, yeah, that that just hasn't happened to, for me. I mean, but I have had people that I've dated that I've had some good times with. Yeah. Like, one of my first best dates that I had was meeting someone on Match. And even though we didn't even, we dated for a couple of months, we didn't stay friends afterwards. Um, but he, my first date was the best first date that I had in a long time. Mm-hmm. And it was because it was a very impromptu date. We did things that were out of the ordinary. So... We ended up meeting up. We He called me, and he was like, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing. He's like, well, I'm going to go get some chicken. Do you want some? I was hungry. <laughs> yes, for the like, chicken. Okay, gonna, right. He went, and, and you can't go wrong with chicken with me. <laughs> so he went and picked up some chicken. I met him in the parking lot. He was eating in his car, which usually would be a turnoff for me. <laughs> But I was like, whatever. So we ended up going to the park so I could eat my chicken. I'm eating chicken in public in the park. Never, ever, ever would I have done that before. (laughs) Then he's like, let's do something different. Let's play catch. I was like, play catch? He's like, yeah, I got a ball in 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 my car. We played catch. I had on a sundress and some sandals. It was summertime. I took that sundress, tied it in a knot. I was like, let me do something different. I had the best time. Then we like sat down, we talked some more, got to know each other a little bit more. Then we walked down to um, one of the restaurants in the neighborhood. We had drinks there. Then we ended up having dinner. It was like an all-day date. We He dropped me off at 10 p.m. And so what happened to him? The, he ended up being a little weird um, where he kept saying that he wanted to, everything that we did was because he wanted to do it. It wasn't anything that I wanted to do. So, like, when I started to question and saying, hey, I re- I'm noticing that everything that we do, every place that we go is because that's where you want to go. It's oh, I think I know who this do. is. Yes. And I was like, so I'm not really understanding that. I was like, don't I have a voice in this relationship, too? He's like, Absolutely. But then he would always be like, but you trying to bend me to your will. I was like, how am I trying to bend you to your will? 
I'm just trying to expose you to some things that I like to do. Men don't like to be controlled. Rolling you like just trying <laughs> different. Like I didn't get that. So yeah, um, it was just some of those things. And then I was like, you know, we haven't really we go out on the days you want to go out. We don't go out on the days that I want to go out. I was like, so, like, I had a problem with some of the things. And as I was questioning him, he had a problem with me questioning him. So, at that point, I was like, this is not going to work. So, that was the (laughs) bad part about it. Right. (laughs) So, that, I mean, we can segue into that. But before we do that, I wanted to say one thing you said um, about the fun experiences. My opinion, um, the good part of online dating, specifically as it relates to the apps, because I feel like that's a lot more instant, is you can go from having a drought and having nobody to having like three dates in two weeks, girls. Like, it's so instant. I mean, there have been times where I have swiped with somebody and they're like, let's hang out tonight or whatever. And so, like, if you want to line your week up and if you just need to get back out in the game, like, to me, that's the good of it. And you can end up with some fun experiences. To your point, I have been on some of the best, most unique first dates, you know, all from online dating. Everything from picnics to, you know, plays to very nice dinners to, you know, um music venues and festivals like I have really had like some fun um experiences and so to me that's the good thing the other thing I wanted to say about it is that you know the stigma that used to be around online dating isn't there anymore I think depending on the audience and who you're talking to sometimes I know a couple now who they met online but they tell people they met at a happy hour you know just because (laughs) Some people like still have or like they oh we met through friends this weird thing but you know there are a lot of celebrities who have met online MC Light met her man online Tatiana Ali met her man online and like I was just saying Miley Till who's very you know popular amongst you know millennial women like she met her man on Tinder so I think that stigma is gone away and to me that's one of the good things is that people can be more open about it people don't feel like oh I'm a loser if I go online and I think that creates more singles getting online and it increases your chances so now I definitely agree to that and then if you are feeling like you said about down about being like in a relationship or something yep. and you need a quick like you said pick me up mm-hmm. it is definitely uh, ego boost Yes. Be online because a lot of times what happens is if you're not paying for the app, they get it recycles some of the people so that you swipe left on will come back for you um, that are possibly swiping right for you. Oh, left for them. Interesting. So, yeah. So they so they try to like force you. You gonna pick this person? <laughs> right. So the the way that their algorithm goes you'll start to see that some of the same people are coming up again. And it's an ego booster. Like, oh my God, and, and people, or you might connect with somebody who you didn't think that you were going to connect with. So it's, it's definitely can be an ego booster and help you to get out there, back out there in the game if you're a little bit shy of dating and things of that sort. Yeah. Agreed. Now let's get mm-hmm. into some bad. <laughs> When people lie about their situations of who they are and what they've been through and what they've been doing and who it with. Oh, all of that, right? 
<laughs> yeah, I have had that happen to me where I was dating someone and found out that, oh, you married, huh? Oh, oh, we got wives now. Right. A whole <laughs> wife, a whole family, a whole son, mm. a whole house. <laughs> Throw the whole marriage away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, well, you didn't give me a choice about that. Like, I'm really salty. But he didn't know that I knew. That was the funny thing about it. Mm. And he kept denying it, kept denying it, kept denying it. And that is some of the bad things that you will bump into. It's like you have to go into it with knowing that there's a possibility that someone might lie to you. Someone might say they're not who they are. Remember when I first started dating online? There weren't people who were always posting pictures. Yeah. So what I did was it was my last day working. I was working for Origins. Um, And this is when Origins had their standalone stores. And it was in the Houston Galleria. It was my last day at Origins. So I was like, well, this guy don't have a picture, but we've been talking. And so we've been kind of hitting it off. But if he doesn't look like what he says he looks like in his description, I just tell him, meet me at my job. Well, today's my last day. So... If he comes back, who cares? Right. So he came, he met me, and when he walked in the door, I was like, that is not him. No, that is not him. Catfish. And was like, fugly. Oh, no, ugly. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, no. So was it even see. him in the picture? It was a totally different picture. He didn't have pictures. So oh, that's, that's right. Like, yeah, so I had no idea, but the way he described himself, that was not what he described. This guy had, like, thick, thick uh, Coke bottle glasses, and his teeth were kind of weird looking, and he was short and skinny, and I was like, nah, dude, like, I can't even roll with you like that. Like, you are so not my type, I'm so sorry, but of course I, you know, played it off, and he was like, well, can we go get, a um, like, a drink out in the lobby? I was like, oh... We're having a party here, which we were having a party at the store. They were celebrating my last day, yeah. but I didn't share that with him. I was like, we're just having a party here, so we're all having lunch in. I can't really leave. I've got to be a team player. I was like, so it was nice meeting you, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was, like, like so nervous. I don't think I online dated for another like year or so after that. Yeah, I think that's the bad. Is you're right. I've had the doesn't look like their pictures. I've had the just used a fake picture clearly. I've had the pictures were six years old and you show up looking like a totally different person. Um, and I too have had the finding out later that they weren't truthful about their situation. I had a man lie to me about a whole child. Like, you got a whole child, which has a whole baby's mother. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just like, and it took my own um, pressing the issue around why I had not been in his house. So this is the thing. When you're online dating, I think that's some of the bad is that some of the things that you naturally will let happen in life, like going to the house or all these kind of things. When it's online, because there's been so much deceit, it's like you instantly... I want to see your car and your driver's license. I want to see where you live. Like, because, like, people can go online and create a whole nother persona or sneak around. They get to be someone that they're not, you know, which is kind of how Catfish started. And so, 
I feel like even more with online dating, I get more anxiety around like trying to make sure he's being truthful about his life, his whereabouts, what he does for a living, because you get so fearful versus where I know when I've met people offline, you know, that's just like a natural progression. Oh, maybe by the third or fourth day you go to his apartment, but you're not like tripping about it versus with online dating because there's been so much deceit you feel like to protect yourself you have to like do that background investigation hit up that spokio get that facebook all of that go through them county records and time out toya is the queen don't don't let get it twisted Toya is the queen to finding out anything about anybody at any time, anywhere, any place, anyhow, any who. Listen. This girl will find it. I super sleuth. I was telling one of my girlfriends about a guy and I sent a picture and she was like, oh, let me throw his picture in Google image and see what I can find. I said, girl, I already FBI'd that ass. You know me. You better believe. You better get around to telling me what's going on because I didn't already looked up any potential thing uh, records on you. I taught some of my girlfriends at church how to do it. They were floored, honey. We we were having brunch, and I told them, and they were like, "Wait, what? What do you mean you can look up? Go to the county, you can look up court records, and this is this." And they were like, "Get a laptop." <laughs> we went and got a laptop. And one of the girls put in because she had this situation and she was like, I later found out that he was married. She was like, and he was going through a divorce, but it wasn't complete. And she said, now she knows he's divorced. She's like, you mean to tell me that I could have looked in there and saw the records? I said, absolutely. Absolutely. What, what city did he live in? What's the county? Blah, 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 blah. County, public records, court records, domestic child support. We typed in his name. His whole divorce decree came up, boo. Don't, don't do me. Don't. Mm-hmm. Toya will find it out. That needs to be her uh, um, next stream of income. You know what? <laughs> you just said a word there because I actually met somebody today. This is no lie. And she intrigued me so much at this event that I went to. She was sitting next to me and she was sharing with me how she had got laid off after 26 years of working at her company. And her new career is background investigations. And apparently there's this company that you can work with and get certified through. And then she works with this agency. And it's really more for people that need security clearances and stuff. And I did, because I always say in another life, I'm sure I was a private investigator. For reals. I need to look that up, because I was like, girl, so now, because she's an independent contractor, and she was like, it's through this separate agency, and I was like, I'm good. I mean, I, you give me a name, or some type of work affiliation, some type of address, I will find Joe. That's what, <laughs> was this meme I remember, they were like, you know you'd have did too much investigation when you'd have found like the mama, brother, cousin, auntie and talk about you fool around and he's talking about, yeah, I'm going over my auntie's house for dinner and you'd be like, which auntie, Aunt Janice or Aunt Sarah? Uh, you, that, that would be Toya. You'd have found them all on Facebook. Ooh, child. Sorry. Way off on a tangent, but this is true. And it's come from these bad experiences, just to circle it all back in. (laughs) 
and so, the, just, so just email beauties and dancer <laughs> to request Toya to uh, do research for you, and I'm sure that she can get you started for a small fee. Use promo code Banter to get fifty percent off your first consultation. <laughs> oh gosh. One of the things I wanted to say about the bad as well is this, you know, the situation like what you just talked about. And one of the bad things for me has been the disappointment. So whether that's meeting somebody and it starts out so great and then disappointed because they do, they kind of fall off or they turn out to not to be what you thought or um, the disappointment. And there are times where you do strike out. You know, you, you're matching on there and it's just not working and um, you can build yourself up and get all excited about these opportunities with online dating. And then when you don't get any results, it can lead to like a lot of like disappointment and, you know, tug at your self-esteem even like, why can't I get a date? Why can't this work? Um, that's one of the bad things for me about it. And I've experienced that and, you know the ghosting too you know yes you, you meet a guy and whether the conversation stops and he ghosts you or you do actually go out and have a good time and you never hear from them i feel like ghosting happens a lot on online dating because it's that same thing like they don't feel like they have any real like accountability to you because it's just like we're strangers on the internet and so now i'm just gonna disappear but overall, you know, the other thing I will say about the apps um, that I think is bad is that I actually think they can be big time wasters and um, very, like, damaging to your productivity. Like, swiping can become, like, an addiction and you're just going... Yeah, you're going through, you're recycling. Like, I remember when I was doing the apps I had to tell myself like okay during this time block you're gonna swipe you know only in the morning or maybe at night or maybe when I'm on the train because you can like spend hours swiping on there and then like messaging and going back and forth and you're like where did my time go what else should I have been doing um and it can be very time consuming where I feel like when you're doing like a match.com, like sitting down at your computer is a lot different because our phones are always accessible. So the apps can eat up a lot of your time. And not even realizing it, but then you realize that when the app calls you out and was like, you've run out of people. (laughs) That may or may not have happened to me, but I will not confess or uh, I will not deny it and I will not own up to it either. So I don't know. That may or may not have happened to me. They like, girl, please pick somebody because (laughs) we tired. (laughs) Check back tomorrow, boo. (laughs) So one of the... (laughs) I actually got into the league and they actually only allow you five matches once a day. And so you go through those little five, which I definitely went through my five and was like, nope, nope, nope. And then they're like, check back tomorrow after 5 p.m. Bye. I'm like, uh-uh. Where am I swiping? Where are my options at? <laughs> and like, those were your options. 
Right. right. They they ration it out. And I'm not sure if that's due to the limited number of people on there, you know, because that's the one you have to like be selected and be on a waiting list. Or if it's like their strategy too of understanding that these are like successful professionals on here and y'all ain't got time to be swiping all day and night. So we just gonna give you five little matches you tell us yes or no and then you come back in and it's funny too because it says like after 5 p.m i'm like so they like we don't want you doing nothing during the day (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) if you stick to sites like that you won't waste a lot of your time so let's wrap this up with some of the ugly child I have had some ugly experiences where, like we talked about being catfished. I haven't necessarily been catfished because I will cut it off real quick if I feel like it's not going anywhere or you're not saying who you are. But I've definitely been misled or um, hurt in some ways, not like majorly, but like people who I've dated from online and just being like, Oh, this wasn't what I thought it was gonna be. So that's the ugly part of it, and it can. Um, oh, sorry, I got tongue tied there. That's the hard part of it, and it can start to make you jaded about online dating, where you just need to take a break. Yeah. And just kind of stay away from it. So that's the ugly part about it is that if you meet somebody, things don't go well, or they try and catfish you, or they hurt you, or they mislead you on different things, you're just like, I'm done. Like I'm done with online dating. I need a break and I don't want to be bothered with it. But at the same time, you still want to go out and you want to meet people. But because you've had this experience, you're not open to it at this point. Yeah. I mean, the ugly is definitely the catfish, right? Like thinking that you're talking to somebody and you end up seeing that they're not. Or people, like you said, just aren't truthful about their situation. You know, I think about like the fear of your safety, right? Like, Ending up on a date where you realize, like, this dude is crazy. Like, Lord, just get me out of this situation. Or they end up stalking you. Um, those That, like, really happens. I remember I met a guy online. This was the one, like I said, that had a whole child somewhere. And so then when I he finally confessed about it, I was like, okay, bye, I'm good. And he stalked me for a while. Like, I came home one day and he was like parked outside um he was like calling sending me multiple messages multiple times a day and I remember like I did consult a cop this is when we were living in Silver Cloud Renee and that cop that was living there mm-hmm. um I caught him in the parking lot one time and I was like yo <laughs> what's going you know like and he was like you know until he sends you something like truly like threatening or whatever like unfortunately that's the thing we can't do anything just like document everything and my brother actually gave me some advice like just try to remain calm when he calls just be like you know I just want us to be over this 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 and I finally had to just say I was trying to be nice and then I finally was just like listen at this point I have told you I'm not interested in anything further with you. You lied about having a family. You have that family. I'm not interested in whatever kind of uh, relationship you're trying to get set up here. You know, please move on. Please forget my number. And I was like, and if you call me another time, I will call the police. He was trying to get you to be a sister wife. I don't know what he was trying to do. I was not signing up for no concubine foolishness. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so 
So that's the ugly part of, you know, feeling fearful, right? Like now I'm yeah. in a situation where I'm afraid, you know, from this weirdo that I met online. And so those are the things of why our parents and our older siblings and our aunties be like, girl, you done met this dude online? Uh-uh, that can't be good. <laughs> but you can meet him You can meet him in church too and he can still be crazy. That's my thing about it. Ooh, now I mean, that's a word. Example, I had a guy that I met online and he was a, a Christian. We went, to, we went to the same church, but we the church was so big that we never saw each other or met each other. But um, the interesting thing is we met online. We had a great conversation. Our first meeting was a little strange because he met me at a festival mm. and I was working the festival at the time and he was like um, oh I just stopped by because I said I was I got locked out of my car and all this other drama going on it was just a little weird anywho um, we started like hanging out and like having great conversations we started going to bible study together I wasn't mm. necessarily attracted to him like that um, as far as like Oh my God, he's so fine. And oh my God, God, I know who this is. You know who is Hobnob. Oh my God. <laughs> so yes, the, and the reason why we call him Hobnob because he always talks about how he Stop. he takes pictures on IG and it's Ooh. like Hobnobbing with so and so, so and so, Hobnobbing with da 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 da, hanging out and Hobnobbing. Oh God, his name is now Hobnobbing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm getting the visual. Of how we went through all his pictures, me, you, and Julia, and I had tears in my eyes. Oh, gosh, yeah. That was an interesting <laughs> little dude. Well, it, it, it turned out where I have gone over to his house once because he invited me over. He's like, oh, let's go hang out. I have a deck upstairs. Like, my apartment building has a deck, and we can hang out on the deck. It was a clear night, so I was, like, excited, but I needed to finish writing this article that I was getting, um, I was freelancing for, and I had to turn it in by a certain time. So I was like, oh, can I bring my computer over and finish my article? He's like, absolutely. So I needed to, like, put the pictures together and stuff like that and just do a check on it before I sent it off to be, uh, to post it. So we had to go to his apartment for that. So then he was like, well, come over here and sit next to me. And I was like, oh, okay. And yes, let's take this hobnob into the next level. Right. He had a <laughs> studio apartment. And it, so he had a, a, a big, huge bed in the middle of the floor. And so I was, like, sitting on the edge of the bed. Then he tried to, like, kiss me. And I was mm -hmm. just like, oh, really uncomfortable. And then he, next thing I know, he's, like, all trying to, like, really get all, like, jiggy with it or whatever. Oh. I'm like, yeah, pump the brakes. Like, this is way too much for me. Right. So I was like, well, I thought we were going to go upstairs, look look upstairs. And so I ended up going back and sitting in the chair. So we ended up going upstairs, and we it was pretty chilly out, so he bought a blanket upstairs. And so we were sitting down next to each other and talking, and I was like, what happened to the great conversations that we were having? I was like, it just seems like you're, he was like, I'm a grown, I'm a grown ass man, Renee. Like, <laughs> I got needs. Like, oh my gosh. I was like, well, I don't know who, who you used to dating or what you're used to dating, but that's not how I roll, dude. Like, seriously. And he was like oh. upset because I would not, I guess he wanted to sleep with me. And I was like, this, this is not happening. Like, no, we're not going down that road. Like, let's get to know each other type deal. He said, like, listen. I have done all the hobnobbing. It is time for you to hob this knob. <laughs> and I'm like, there would be no hobbing of any knobs. 
Ooh. Anytime tonight. <laughs> so then we ended up, I left, I ended up leaving and we got, he called me like a couple of days later, we got into this huge argument because that's when he kept saying he's a grown ass man. He's a grown ass man. <laughs> oh, God. I was like, well, then you just get your needs met somewhere else. Cause you ain't getting them met with me. And then he started like stalking me, like similar to yours, but he wasn't come. He didn't know where I lived. Yeah, so come and see me. And so he, but he would stalk me through social media. He would send me messages. He was like calling and texting me. Let's meet up. I really miss you. Da da da. I was like, no. I was like, I'm kind of, I'm done. Don't worry about it. I'm good. Love and joy type thing. And he kept <laughs> trying to just talk and talk and talk. And I was like. No, I was. I finally had to break it down, and I was like, "You really scared me, like literally. How you acted that night, like you were kind of, you almost attacked me, really." Right. And I don't think he realized like that was how I felt. And he was like, "I'm so sorry. Let me make it up to you. No, thank you. I don't want to repeat." I was like, "So you just go head on, you grown ass man, with your grown ass life, and keep hobnobbing with somebody else." <laughs> oh, child. Mm-mm. That is indeed the ugly. Right. <laughs> um, so one thing, just kind of to wrap it up. So the movie Nobody's Fool, I went to see two weeks ago. Stars Tika Sumter, Tiffany Haddish, and Omari Hardwick. And they had an online dating scenario in there. So Tika Sumter's character had been dating a man that she met online for a year and they had never met in person. And so everyone was convinced she was getting catfished because the guy said he worked on an oil rig and he didn't have Wi-Fi and he was, you know, away with this oil rig or whatever for like months and wasn't able to see her. So they were convinced she was being catfished and like as part of the movie, they called up Neve and Max. And so when they did the reverse phone lookup, you know, it went to this other person's name that wasn't her guy. The guy's name was Charlie. And um, they showed up and it was like some like old man or whatever. And so it was like, oh my God, you're being catfish. Um, meanwhile, the plot twist was that she really wasn't um, because the phone was in this old man's name because it was that guy's like former basketball coach and he was like I used to have bad credit so I put it in his name and at one point that old guy did like hack into the phone and was sending her messages but she really had been coordinating um and oh I'm sorry she had really been conversing with the real guy and so it turns out he like shows up this is after she's thinking she got catfished but they ended up not being compatible. And then she ultimately ends up with O'Mary Hodrick's character. Um, but I just thought it was interesting because, like, that's the ultimate fear, right? Is that not only could this person be, like, the killer, but you could be talking to, like, somebody's whole grandmama and, like, disguising themselves as a man. Which is why, it, to me, it's so important. Like, I am a fan of meeting online but going offline very quickly you know i need to know that you are a real person and men deal with that too like i've had guys to me like uh yeah let's meet up because like are you who you say you are or as soon as they exchange numbers and they see you got that i message they hit you with that facetime you know (laughs) 
I've had that, you know, because it's just uh, like yeah. nobody wants to be catfish. Nobody wants to go down this road with a crazy person. Nobody wants their life in danger. Um, so I, it does happen, and I think that's what makes people cautious about online dating. But you know, you can meet a crazy person anywhere. Unfortunately. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, I think we're done, right? We've told our wretched stories. <laughs> yes, and I just want to point one bad thing that we just said that we were we were gonna talk about but we didn't, but what I, the bad thing that I hate about online dating, and this is just in general, it's not even necessarily with online dating, it's with dating period. And we'll talk about this maybe at another podcast. But when guys are like Hey, beautiful. Good morning, beautiful. Oh, gosh. So, yeah, so that's a whole nother podcast for a later date. Yeah, that's definitely part of the bad. The, like, I know you're copying and pasting and sending this to girls. Like, don't call me sweetie after we just met, you know, already. So, yeah, it's like they all have a script or something. <laughs> Um, okay, well, I know y'all listening out there have had some experiences, good, bad, and ugly. We want to hear about it. Did you meet your current partner online? And you're like, I don't know what y'all talking about. I had a good success story and that was it. Have you had bad dating stories that you want to tell us about? Have you had some really ugly ones? Both ugly men and ugly dating stories that you want. that you want to share you can chime in on the conversation at beauties banter is our hashtag and you can find us on instagram twitter and facebook at beauties banter as well um so we want to hear from you if you've got maybe a little longer scenario you want to explain to us email us at beautiesandbanter at gmail.com Send me your FBI inquiries, and I will get on those as well. <laughs> and remember, remember to enter the code BANTER for 50% off your first consultation. Right. <laughs> um, and if you liked this podcast, please go to iTunes and write us a review because that's really where it counts. But you can listen to our podcast on any of your favorite devices and favorite apps, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on our website. So we will talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye.